Hey, how's it going, everybody? So, welcome to a riff in time. Um, I'll let you know right now. I live next to a fucking train track. Um, I'm not walking into the woods to record this. Uh, hanging out near train tracks. I just live near the woods and the train tracks simultaneously. Um, so, uh, this is the first episode. I'm working the kinks out. I'm fucking poor. So I'm just going off, uh, recording off the phone, you know, seeing how this works for now. And uh, honestly, I don't think it'll be that bad for the fucking price of, I already had the fucking phone, um, for like six years. So, you know, I'm getting my money's worth out of it. I paid goddamn arm and leg for this thing when goddamn Obama was president. Uh, that's how long it's been. Just kidding. That's at least been four years though. Um, and, you know, I'm getting every fucking cent out of it. I'm not gonna switch and get a new phone every year because the new one just came out. I mean, I don't know who's got money like that, but it ain't me. Um, and this one works perfectly fine. Uh, though, that being said, I have replaced the screen two or three times or some outrageous number of times. Uh, with, <laughs> so I could have bought a new one at that point. But it's the gigabytes really that get you. I got a shit ton in this motherfucker, and I, if I buy a new one with this many gigabytes, I'm gonna be. I might as well buy a car. Uh, so this one's still working. I still have a shit ton of gigs, and plus I have a lot of photos of my beloved Dachshund on here. Uh, he's he was my baby. So yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna keep this one. Even when I get a new one, this is my other dog, Dallas. He is squeaking his fucking toy. Not like I'm trying to do something, but this is probably gonna be a show with these kind of interruptions because I don't really have the time to be completely alone and I'm not complaining. I just don't have the time to be somewhere completely. I don't have a studio, Say, let's say that. Uh, I do have the time. I just don't have a studio. Um, and it doesn't matter because I'm doing this shit right now. And whatever, if y'all hear Dallas, that's cool. He was, he breathes fucking loud. So hopefully the no one... And he's throwing some socks around. And the train, so yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. I will try to work this shit out. But get used to it. We'll bear. We'll bear through this. Speaking of Dallas, uh, the other day I was watching the Dallas Buyers Club, a movie. I believe uh, 2013. Great film. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh, Jared Leto, and Jennifer Garner, and of course Steve Zahn. How could I forget? Um. So they all do great in their own parts. Of course, Matthew McConaughey is amazing. I mean, I remember back in the day, people used to make fun of him. Like they had that <laughs> that Family Guy episode where Stewie's, I think it's Stewie. Someone's talking to him and he's like, yeah. And they're like, well, you're, you're fucking shit in Sahara was, uh, wasn't so great. And he's like, yeah, yeah, well, that's just like, your opinion, man, or some shit. We're just throwing everything off like a laid-back, easy guy. 
which, I mean, more or less is probably what he did, but now he's fucking manifested to, I mean, I guess, you know, he's probably always been that motherfucker. It just took that side of Hollywood, I guess, to understand him. And now they do, and now he's out here winning awards and shit. Solid fucking guy. Um, Needless to say, I believe Jared Leto, in my opinion, stole the show. Uh, he was Rayon, and uh, I guess he was like, uh, well, he was gay, that's for sure. I don't know if he's like a transvestite. This is a different time, so he my fucking watch telling me it's 2 fucking a.m. Um, he was, I guess, you know, he was in the in the middle before he, it, he never got the operation, but needless to say, he was wanting, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't know what I, he was gay. That's for sure. Um, he did talk about getting fake boobs and whatnot. He was, he was like staring at this girl's tits and uh, Matthew McConaughey's character was a real person, Ron Woodruff, um, says, uh, hey, some shit like, oh, I'm gonna think you're fucking normal if you keep staring at those tits or some shit like that. Um, so he wants to be a female or something. Either way, I don't know. I'm not gonna get into that fucking amazing part, amazing character. Um, killed that fucking role. It was, there's times, because he's got his hair slicked back, you can kind of see, like, the Joker character. Um, I don't know if that had anything to do with, like, they were like, man, this fucker is really, like, a method actor. He's into this shit. We could make him go fucking psycho for the Joker stuff. But, um, or maybe, you know, just my head. Um, Jennifer Garner, great delivery, also kills it. As that fucking doctor who takes no shit, but really cares. Uh, so the whole point is is based on a true story. I don't know if loosely based, but it's definitely based on a true story. Um, at least up to Ron Woodruff. He's a fucking real person. Was a real person. Um, he apparently is like upset or he so he's in the rodeos and shit but he's like a fucking hound dog for pussy um so he goes crazy not goes crazy but he's like smashing everything in sight uh so he eventually contracts hiv um which is the virus that leads to aids and by 1985 he's got full-blown aids uh he's he's like at his fucking wit's end as to he thinks the fucking doctor's bullshitting with him he says some vulgar things to the doctor hilarious lines to me personally claims he's not a daisy puller fucking hilarious um but yeah he's like you got my blood mixed up with some daisy puller something like that anyways he says some fucking funny ass shit to the doctor needless to say he's got aids no matter what um, so by 1988, he creates a buyer's club, which is basically a subscription, um, you pay for, and then you get the medicines, vitamins, whatever. Uh, there were a few popping around the country, 
Um, it was kind of an easy way. Or I don't know how easy it was. It was faster for sure to get some medicines by some brave people to get that to you. Because the FDA wasn't doing shit. Uh, definitely... I mean, seems like they just wanted people to fucking die off that shit. Um, they did have AZT trials. Uh, turns out that AZT was killing all their cells and not just the virus. Um, come to find out, you're fucking... That virus is with you through thick and fucking thin. The old ball and chain, some would say. Um, so yeah, you know, they just want to be able to live kind of comfortably. They know they're not going to be able to get rid of it. Or at least Ron Woodruff does. Saying how he can manage it. Um, taking his vitamins. Uh, nutritional medications. Natural drugs. Not FDA, not the FDA approved. But also sticking to a, a healthy diet. Not eating processed foods. Which should be a, a staple for anybody. I know I'm guilty of not following that. I eat the fuck out of anything i just ate some fucking frozen ass burgers uh just fucking threw it in the microwave um 20 fucking dollars for that pack unbelievable i might as well just got the fresh ass meat i don't i wouldn't got it if i saw the price uh i thought it was gonna be like and that's me fucking stupid too like damn i was thinking it's gonna be like eight bucks i'm gonna get a fucking 20 burgers I knew what I was paying for. I mean, shit, for $20, I hope it's better. I mean, claims to be all ingredients, all natural ingredients, just pre-cooked, got to heat it up, whatever, still bullshit. Rather not do that. Um, Anyways, they gave him 30 days to live, and uh, he ended up living seven years after being diagnosed. Uh, That AZT shit was fucking him up. He, like, tried to go all over, um, calling up. Tokyo, uh, getting all this crazy shit, wanted to call up Israel, all those kind of places, you know, trying to get different, different, uh, I guess, different methods and to try to just be comfortable. Um, and the FDA was like, man, people are going to die. Fucking let's see what the fuck this shit does to them, man. We'll figure it out, unfortunately. Um, they end up fucking making, like, some mandate where you it's illegal to do anything unless the FDA approves it or take anything unless the FDA approves it. Fucking seems, you know, obviously, okay, yeah, the FDA, the FDA will not approve you to drink fucking antifreeze. But, you know, that's not what they do it for. They're doing it so you don't fucking find the ins and outs and you don't pay the fucking big bucks to Big Farm. They fucking want your shit, man. They want you to fucking slowly die. So you pay the fuck out of them. They don't want nobody dead right away. So there's no money in that. Unless you're a goddamn uh, undertaker or a fucking funeral home. I bet they had big bucks in the fucking 80s, but then who knows, you know? Because then no one wanted them to fucking touch them. They don't want people to be around them. You fucking, someone who allegedly had AIDS or looked like it or who was even gay fucking spit on you, you fucking, there was no hand sanitizer, but they were definitely fucking dousing their face in some bleach or some shit. Probably some outrageous shit going on back in the day just because 
I mean, I can only imagine the big cities, San Francisco, New York. I saw that fucking uh, Studio 54 documentary. I don't even... It's hard to say, you know. Me, personally, during that shit, an AIDS epidemic, I would... I would I would still be at fucking Studio 54. I think that was before that time. Barely getting into the AIDS epidemic, but... God damn, that place looked lively. Never again in the history of man would be such a thing like that. Anyways, it's for another episode. It's um, one of those things where you... Or me, personally, were to go back in time. Definitely check out Studio 54. Apparently, they fucking had to... Uh, I guess not spray or I guess they spray something. Anyway, they like cover the entire fucking because it was like an opera house or whatever. So you have a balcony with seats and shit like the fucking Muppets. Those two old motherfuckers talking shit, except they're out there sucking cock. Um, and they had to fucking put rub like I guess spray like a lining where it was easy to just spray the fucking cum and. And fucking blood, I don't know what's up there. Vomit, I'm assuming for sure. Come and vomit by the piss, I don't know. I, hard to say. I would um, I would be lying if I said I wouldn't have pissed on that fucking floor. Um, just for the shit of it. Even sober, let alone on the all fucking quaaludes or whatever the fuck they're taking. So, yeah, no, I could only imagine the type of shit they had to clean up. And they were like, man, this is not getting out of the fucking felt seats. The fucking carpet is ruined. They had to put some shit on there. Um, anyways, like I said, another episode. <laughs> Great fucking stories I could only imagine come from that. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a funny part uh, where... The, I mean, Matthew McConaughey's character, Ron Woodruff, apparently he's a fucking hound dog. Smells fucking... I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> but he can... <laughs> he's got a radar. And uh, he's, like, looking at a line. There's, like, a girl waiting up to sign up, I guess. And then he asks the secretary, like, wow, what the fuck's she here for? And she's got HIV or whatever, etc. Uh, she's like, no, she's got full-blown AIDS. She well, she's like yes, but she's got full blown AIDS, you know, and uh, he ends up fucking smashing the shit out of her, uh, in a in the bathroom while everyone's still there trying to in that apartment or hotel room. There's also some Shiner box. I've been, I thought about looking more into movies to see how many Shiner box you could find. Um, it seems to be a Texas beer that I've seen in some big films, although I've only seen it in two. But I like to say. If I say a few, I'm technically not lying. Um, so I've seen it in a few big films. Uh for sure recall seeing one of my favorite films. Um I saw some Shiner Bach in Goodwill Hunting. Also great because they're in fucking Boston. They're fucking from Southie. From fucking Boston. Sorry, fucking horrible accent, I don't give a shit. Um and they're drinking fucking Shiner Bucks, you know? Cool, because that's an old movie, too. Or older movie. It's really not that fucking old, but great film. R.I.P. Robin Williams. Um, Dallas Buyers Club, not too crazy to see they got Shiner, because obviously they're in Texas. But good for them. 
And apparently, in one part of the film, the uh, one of the doctors, he goes to Mexico to see who got their fucking license taken away for some bullshit because um, he was doing some holistic remedies. And they were like, well, you're not following the fucking what we're telling you, what the fucking companies are telling you to sell these fucking patients. You work for fucking us. He had a heart. And so, you know, they... He went, <laughs> They took his license away. Apparently, secretions from, I'm assuming, the do not fucking do anything I'm telling you to do. I'm not telling y'all to do anything in this podcast. Don't do anything I recommend unless I strongly recommend it. Oh, there will be a disclaimer. So the disclaimer right here. Allegedly, uh, secretions from a caterpillar uh, act as a non-toxic antiviral in humans. Could be the monarch, I'm assuming. A lot of monarchs go to Mexico, vice versa. Shit, I guess I always see him flying south. I never see him coming up fucking this way. But then again, I don't know. I'm not paying attention to the direction they're flying. I just know they fly down there. But, uh, yeah. Fuck, if that's true. Man, those motherfuckers, uh, well, I guess they're... If you're up north and they're flying down... Wherever you are, wherever the caterpillars end up, because we see the butterfly end at this part. Um, but yeah, fuck. Dallas Buyers Club, 2013. Matthew McConaughey, Jennifer Garner, Jared Leto, fucking Steve Zahn. <laughs> Great fucking film. Great film. Oh, Also in uh, Dallas Buyers Club, there's a fucking funny part. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's character, Ron Woodruff, fucking horn dog um he uh so he's fucking cranking his shit all uh, hardcore to all the pictures on his fucking wall um it's got like pinups and shit just you know normal i don't even know if they had their tits out or anything but he just you know we had imaginations back in the day uh, i know i did and i'm not even that fucking old um i know it's gone by now couldn't fucking do that to save my life anyways just fucking crank jerking onto those fucking pictures on the wall. And uh Rayon puts pictures of uh Mark Bolin, the lead singer of T Rex, if you didn't know. Um so he's like cranking his shit, looks at that fucking it's like panning across, seeing some fucking babes, and then sees the fucking originator of glam rock, Mark Bolin, but he's a fucking cowboy, so he don't give a shit. Um, gets all pissed off, rips all the fucking shit off the wall, all the pictures of Mark Bolin, uh, rest in peace, <laughs> but, uh, anyways, Mark Bolin, fucking perfect time to segue off into, uh, music, so, uh, Mark Bolin was the front man and songwriter for T-Rex, the, uh, famous band t-rex they used to be called tyrannosaurus rex um and when they went under tyrannosaurus rex they had uh kind of a psychedelic folky sound like the typical i guess they kept i just say typical um because they're fucking pioneers for sure um <clears throat> so i won't so they had their fucking sound, a psychedelic folk sound under Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, real, you know, that fucking British bluesy rock type shit. 
it's still great. Um, but I guess, you know, there was plenty of that. And it wasn't really catching anyone's ears um, at the time because they were, like I said, pioneers. So they uh, changed their sound a little bit. Um, they adopted more of an electric rock sound. Changed their fucking name to T-Rex. Uh, probably fucking, I don't know how many times they had to sp- spell that, but simpler. Another, you know, even back in the fucking day, they're shorting the shit out of things so you don't have to spell the fuck out of something just get more fucking dumb uh anyways um fucking amazing i don't know if y'all i don't know if y'all haven't heard t-rex go check out some music um 20th century boy fucking bang the gong get it on classic uh cosmic dancer one of my fucking favorites uh for sure nothing but Nothing but the hits. Um, Electric Warrior, 1971 album. Fucking phenomenal. Literally the pioneers of glam rock. And glam rock is... Just think of... Think of everything that rock and roll... um, Style-wise. In the biggest eras of rock. The 70s through the fucking 90s early 90s the pageantry um originated on you know some say originated with fucking mark bolin he uh performed in a shiny long flowy satin overcoat looked like a fucking like those dudes who fucking do that robot shit asking for change like um you know, have a fucking bucket doing that sideshow act type shit. A fucking jacket like that, like a fucking robot. Looked like a fucking tin Willy Wonka um, kind of jacket with these bright fucking pink pants on and glitter under his cheeks. Not like fucking spray, like a, like what the girls do it with no fucking style. Just throw it on there, putting fucking shards of glass under their all around their eyes. He put it on his cheeks strategically. Like a fucking warrior. An electric warrior. And it was captivating, to say the least. Uh, They played Banga Gong. Get it on. And the rest is history. Uh, That was the fucking moment Glam Rock started. 1971. Top of the Pops. I mean, allegedly. But I would say that, you know... I wouldn't dispute it. Uh, David Bowie was quoted as saying, and this is a quote, I'm going to read straight from the fucking quote. What I saw in Mark Bolin had nothing to do with string or very high standards of artistry. What I saw in him was raw talent. I saw genius. I saw a potential of rock star in Mark. I mean, let me go back. I saw a potential rock star in Mark right from the minute, the hour I met him. That's fucking David Bowie. Rest in peace, both of them. David Bowie, Mark Bolin. Unfortunately, uh, Mark Bolin passed away in a car crash two weeks before his 30th birthday on September 16th, 1977. 
T-Rex was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in the year 2000. Uh, of course, Mark Bolin was inducted as a member of T-Rex, the entire band. He couldn't have done it himself. I mean, maybe he could have. He was the songwriter. But obviously, they fucking held their place in history. Rest in peace, Mark Bolin, September 30th, 1947 to September 16th, 1977. A fucking pioneer in rock and the goddamn originator of glam rock, my fucking, probably my all-time favorite shit. Fucking love that. Pageantry, the fucking flowy shit, the goddamn artistry, the immaculate frontman energy. It's amazing. The fucking ripple effect that had. I mean, at a time like that, just think, watching the fucking Beatles play their fucking bubblegum bullshit. I mean, I like the Beatles, but, I mean, when the shit they played on the TV, like, the mainstream shit they played was, they wear those fucking little suits, like a little fucking, like some fuckers playing for fucking peanuts at a goddamn church or something. You know, that they fucking had that little good goody-two-shoe boy toy shit. And that's when they went to India or they smoked weed and did acid. And everyone was like, oh my fucking God. They wanted to be themselves. No one would let them. This fucking dude did his own shit. I mean, eventually the Beatles came to it. But the beat, uh, like I, from the beginning to the end, Mark Bolin and T-Rex did their fucking shit their way. And, um... You know, they started a fucking movement with men looking fucking beautiful. And uh, I will forever be grateful to Mark Bolin. Rest in peace. Another great film I uh, recently watched. Double Jeopardy with Ashley Judd, Tommy Lee Jones, and Bruce Greenwood. Also amazing. I mean, totally enthralled. Anyways, um, so Ashley Judd is framed for killing her husband, uh, Bruce Greenwood, uh, by her husband, (laughs) um, while he runs away with their son and her best friend. He fucking, uh, at the beginning, there, he says some shit like, Remember when, uh, fucking, I I guess they went sailing or something, and he's like, uh, I honestly, whatever, I'm not gonna pretend like I act like I fucking remember the fucking lines, but he's like, well, look out there, and she looks onto the lake, and there's a fucking sailboat, and, um, I guess she's, I guess she wanted a sailboat, or she had fun on one, and, um, he's like, now we can fucking have fun on a sailboat, fucking, they, I don't know what happens in between that, but, um, Eventually, they're on the sailboat, fucking sailing, um, which is cool. I've always wanted to be on a sailboat. Seems fucking awesome. They're below the deck, um, and the windows are getting foggy. Just kidding. They're totally fucking. Um, I don't know what the fuck. If he drugs her, he just digs her down so well. She fucking sleeps through um, him spreading blood all over the fucking place. But she wakes up, she's like, you know, wakes up all out of bliss and shit, like she fucking woke up in a Holiday Inn type shit, like fucking sunshine on her fucking face. Um, Big ol' stretch. <laughs> ah, fucking good morning world. 
anyways uh she uh i get well you can see she's got blood all over her and like in a fucking movie she um is none the wiser to it she uh eventually is like what the fuck <laughs> looks and um someone was not someone did not have a beet salad for fucking supper there was blood everywhere and a fucking bloody knife and handprints and a fucking smear and shit let out to over the ledge into the water she had the fucking unlucky timing of holding the goddamn murder weapon alleged murder weapon um and standing on the deck while the coast guard yeah coast guard um comes in and for some fucking reason from a hundred yards away they can yell at you through fog knowing you have a weapon telling you to drop the knife but you know hollywood they have that type of shit uh anyways all the fucking the legal jargon happens uh i guess she's waiting her trial whatever it takes forever um some fucking lady they're like in the kitchen and the lady's like er, and then the ashley judd character is like oh what do you know you some lawyer or something and she apparently was but they disbar you if you murder somebody um so that lady tells her that she can go to the middle of Times square and pull the fucking trigger and there's nothing anybody can do about it. She can kill her husband in the middle of Times Square. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. Because that's what we call double jeopardy. You cannot be tried for killing your husband two times. You can't fucking kill somebody who you already killed. Uh, there's more situation, I guess, more cases with that but this one's obviously a movie was the perfect fucking oh we don't have to figure out the little ins and outs of this one no loopholes here fucking case closed tied tight tightly sealed uh no questions asked <laughs> yeah because she blowed that she fucking unloaded a clip in that motherfucker in the middle of New Orleans. she had this fake ass fucking accent fucking terrible um started his new life killed his other i guess her best friend in like a fucking gas fire or he the gas a gas leak and it exploded apparently that one was an accident but who the fuck knows what this guy's up to um all she wants is her her fucking son back um like She's going to get him at like eight years old or something, or maybe almost 10. And, uh, and he's, he's going to be like, wow, uh, you were in jail for something. And then eventually he's going to find out it was for murdering his fucking dad who lied, who is now dead. So yeah, that kid is fucked. That's completely, (laughs) it's not even a tap subject on the movie, how fucked this kid's life is going to be regardless of what he does um if anyone finds out uh 
he's not going to have a normal, didn't have a normal childhood, is not going to have a normal adolescence into adulthood. I would hope for he, that he does, but, you know, like I'm sitting here I am talking about a fucking movie, like he's fucking real, but either way, that kid's life is fucked if it was real, and, um, what a fucking story, that's something you fucking tell your kids one day, oh yeah, you, where's grandpa, well, you're a real grandpa, fucking framed your grandma for murder, fucked your best friend, made me live with her, killed your mom's best friend, took me with him to fucking New Orleans while he was some fucking charade to be passed around with this fucking horrible Cajun accent, and his typical ass fucking last name with a X's and D's and other fucking letters, <laughs> but uh, still all around good film. Tommy Lee Jones, fucking solid guy. For a while, I'm like, how the fuck is this guy still following this bitch and not even questioning why? Why she thinks this guy's her fucking dead ex husband and wants to kill him? And then eventually, you know, he comes to his senses and looks up fucking they uh wants to look up the dude's name in fucking Washington and get some like fat dude's fucking ID back which uh I'm not gonna if you haven't seen the movie go fucking see it um I'm just seeing that there's a Selena the series coming on Netflix I hope it's fucking good cause fuck them they're just trying to use their fucking shit anyways um what was I saying? Damn. Fuck. Hold on. Fucking shit. I can't believe I can't remember. What the fuck? Alright. I would go back and edit this. But it's kind of a pain in the ass. So I guess we're just going to move on. <laughs> Um, fuck, no, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, I don't know, fuck. Anyway, there's a part of the movie where he, the, the dad character, fucking, uh, Bruce Greenwood tricks fucking Ashley Judd's character into thinking that she can see her son in, um... Oh, fuck. No, he... Now I remember. It's that fucking fat dude's ID, and then he's like... Then the shit's, like, uh, building. Spoiler alert. Fuck you if you haven't seen it, because you're missing out. But also, please don't un... Don't not want to see it. Don't not want to see it. What the fuck? Is that right? I just don't want you to want to see it. Because I fucking told you, fuck you. Anyways, great film. Fucking watch it. Uh, damn, I lost my train of thought again. Oh, no. He's like, so I looked up all the other names. Nicholas, whatever the fuck your name is. Which is like 30 of them. I mean, in a fucking state. You'd think that'd be the first thing a fucking cop does. But to build a suspense in a movie. Anyways, turns out, yeah, uh, yeah, this fucking dude f- lied and he's a fake He's got a fake identity and that Ashley Judge should have never been in jail. Um bunch of stuff happens. 
that fucker dies in the end, Bruce Greenwood. Uh, and everything's a happy ending and fucking the big easy. That's what they call it. Oh, yeah, no, I was saying. So he uh, wants to, or she thinks he's going to meet her son. And in the beginning, he's got like some fucking bowl ass coconut head haircut. Little cute son, like fucking. Um, who the fuck? Could he be compared to? Kind of like a Macaulay Culkin. Um, like your typical little adorable white kid. And then he's like, yeah, that's him. Of they, When she comes back out of jail, finds him in New Orleans. And she wants to meet him somewhere public. So she tells him the fucking cemetery where they have celebrations all the time, I guess. Um, so they have this big ass. The band's coming through. And they're, they're fucking playing the badass fucking jazz song. I don't know what the fuck, if there's a title to it. But they're whatever they play at a funeral type shit. Anyways, it's amazing. They have like this old fucking coffin looking type shit. Like fucking Ichabod Crane's fucking funeral. Looks like goddamn um, Edgar Allan Poe's fucking car. Looks like the fucking car they drove on the Munsters. Anyways, badass motherfucking hearse type shit. Um... They agree to meet there. She's like, where is he? And he's like, oh, he's just over there. He was nervous. And there's some fucking kid drinking like a fucking Sprite out of a bottle. Looks like a goddamn mongoloid. It looks like the fucking kid who plays the banjo on fucking Deliverance. And I don't know. If I, like, it wasn't even my kid and I could tell that wasn't my kid. <laughs> Wasn't I didn't give birth to the motherfucker and I could have told that wasn't the same kid, but she's all, Hey, come here. Hey, what what's wrong? It, it's me. I'm your mom. Chasing his that lane, keeps running away. Like she wouldn't look back and be like, What the fuck is this guy's gonna call him? Like, you're his dad fucking tell him to come here. Like, what the fuck? He fucking tried to kill you and you were not gonna be like, Hey, you know, talk shit to him a little bit, put some fucking some uh makeup. A little bit of a stern fucking statement to all that motherfucker to come here. Anyway, she fucking aimlessly follows this fucking kid through this fucking cemetery. Uh, Like I said, looks like fucking... What's that fucking kid uh, who fucks Stifler's mom? That weird looking redhead fucking kid. Looks like that dude who's fucking malnourished. Anyways, horrible. I mean, sorry for that kid, but he fucking, he's missing some chromosomes or something. <laughs> Anyways, actually, he's got an extra one. Uh, sorry. But, <laughs> point being, that was, there's no way that could have been the same fucking kid. And she followed his ass like it was. And then, fucking Bruce Greenwood smashes her head into the fucking concrete and then buries or puts her into one of those what do they call them a mausoleum with a cat like puts her in a casket and she's lucky to have her that fucking 38 special she stole from tommy lee jones blast her way out um but yeah i thought it was like that part was like what the fuck this is obviously not your kid but uh yeah whatever hollywood and uh, I guess we could wrap this up by, um, like I said, a uh, great movie. Fucking had me at the edge of my seat. 
as cliche as it fucking sounds. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that have some bullshit. And I don't know. I don't know where I'm getting with this. Bottom line was a good movie. Also, I just wanted to put in that double jeopardy um, is a term from the Romans. Non bis in idem. I don't even know how that's how you fucking pronounce it. But it means not twice again the same. So this double jeopardy shit has been around for a while. Um, but yeah, no, good fucking movie. Crazy, you know, because I guess back or at that time, not even back then, shit, 20 fucking years ago, you could probably, wasn't as easy as it was 40 years ago, but you could definitely do some shit like that and get away with it. Frame fucking somebody and or just fake your death and start a new life. Uh, seemed totally plausible back in the day not so much anymore for better or for worse i don't know depends what you're doing anyways good shit good movie (laughs) well that's enough of that hollywood tinseltown bullshit for a minute uh let's talk about some fucking news some news about the news or so they call themselves Mm -hmm. yeah they choose to tell us what they want to fucking tell us and uh, it's hardly the truth. Uh, well, we'll start on with this fucking CNN story. Uh, so CNN admits that China lied about COVID. Uh, CNN is claiming uh, breaking news like fucking no one knew this. Uh, leaked Chinese documents reveal early mishandling of COVID-19. Yeah, breaking fucking news eight months ago. Um, the Hubei province authorities... When Hubei province is where Wuhan is located, I believe, inside that province. Anyways, Hubei province authorities release misleading uh, public data in the number of cases. Big surprise. Everybody knew that. Well, not everybody, but they fucking wanted you to to think that uh, they were cutting our shit straight. Telling us the truth. Fucking hardly the case ever. Uh, that's why everyone has to do a little more research, uh, just to, you know, turn a couple more stones. If you got the time, uh, really not that hard. Also with CNN, uh, these CNN tapes are, uh, allegedly coming out from James O'Keefe of Project Veritas. Uh, apparently... (laughs) The fucking head honcho at CNN, Jeff Zucker, uh, claims that Trump is a national security threat um, with this, um, him not wanting to give up his presidency so easily uh, due to fuck ton of corruption. It's out there. Look for it. You'll find it. Even if the, even if, even if there isn't any, which is fucking far fetched. The fact that they make everything look so sketchy should be cause for concern. We need transparency. I'm fuck both of those candidates. I mean, it doesn't matter who's up there. They're just fucking pockets for the big companies trying to fuck us. No matter what. Um so at least, you know, be fuck give us something. Be transparent a little bit. Uh anyways, uh 
Jeff Zucker claims Trump is a Trump Trump is a national security threat uh, because there's so much fucking shit going on with the election, and uh, uh, apparently uh, the last time America was so entranced with uh, election validity, the worst terroristic act happened on American soil, and I believe they're referring to 9/11. Unfortunately, a lot of American lives were lost, and they're gonna try to say some fucking bullshit um because there was some um you know back and forth with the 2000 election with bush and gore a lot of sketchy shit happened back then too um and apparently since we were so fucking entranced with that we uh we were so enthralled uh we couldn't fucking notice all the signs um that they were gonna fucking attack somewhere on american soil uh you know that whole fucking story the government that deep state crap uh whole lot of theories in that 9-11 stuff uh and to say that because we're so uh we just want to know the truth about this election and to say that oh this is bad we should just fucking go with what they're telling us or else a fucking terroristic attack could happen that sounds threatening the news or the fucking people the powers that be are saying hey or what it looks like to me at least the powers that be are saying stop looking into this shit just fucking take what we spoon feed you or else something bad's gonna happen on american soil again that's what it seems like um Jeff Zucker telling his staff not to cover the Hunter Biden laptop story. Uh, Joe Biden lying about knowledge of his son's overseas dealings. Uh, you know, you shouldn't be picking sides. We should be all be hearing this. Uh, we shouldn't be brushing shit under the rug. Uh, because you fucking hate somebody so much. Or they want you to hate somebody so much that you'll fucking... Hand us a weekend at fucking Bernie's type motherfucker. Uh, and y'all puppeteer him around and and that's okay. Which a lot of people unfortunately are okay with. Um, because of all this fucking brainwash. Um, David Callian. I don't know, I think that's how you pronounce it. Of CNN. Uh, obviously we're not going with the New York Post story on Hunter Biden right now. Uh... Another David, David Vigilante, what a fucking fitting name. Uh, we should be careful. We should be awfully careful, obviously. Uh, if I know one thing, one thing's for sure. They got too many fucking Davids down at CNN calling shots, and that's never good. CNN, let's see, what else they're fucking doing? Oh, yeah, their goddamn senior vice president, Cynthia Hudson, uh, quoted as saying... Um, that the Cuban, the Cubans in Miami, or Cubans in general, I guess, she's, she said, Cubans are a population, and she says, I hate to say this, are a population attracted to bullies. If you fucking, oh, I hate to say this, and you know it's gonna sound, you know it's gonna sound fucked up, and you say it, and like, don't try to, they're, CNN, or all these kind of people fucking acting like they're the fucking, most perfect people they don't say none of this shit they're totally fucking progressive kind of shit is that 
Cubans are are attracted to bullies. That's fucking what how would they would classify as racist. And uh, so I mean, what are you doing, you hypocrisy again? Um, they're upset uh, that they got these uh, tapes on them. Um, claim all these uh, Project Veritas has uh, got all these recordings of. Uh, of the heads at CNN, the, some of the quotes I just told y'all earlier, uh, Jeff Zucker and those two fucking Davids, um, being recorded, uh, saying, you know, with their fucking, uh, nefarious plans of brainwash and hiding truth. Um, and they called the cops, they called the cops, uh, that they've been pushing to defund on James O'Keefe, uh, for, I guess, recording secretly. Uh, but had no problem um, breaking <laughs> breaking said laws, running secretly recorded tapes of Melania Trump. Fucking hypocrisy. You know, just do what you do on both sides. Like, that's what I want to see the news do, or people do. Like, call out the bullshit on both sides. Fucking easy. Alright, sorry about that. Uh... You heard my son crying in the background. He was probably crying for justice, like we all should be. Uh, if y'all been paying attention to these Michigan hearings, uh, which, like, again, we should be for even if you don't believe, which I don't know why you, sh- why you shouldn't believe it, um, a lot of these statements uh, really can't be coincidental, and they seem to hold a lot of... So it seemed to hold a lot of water. Uh, So there's claims that the machines are not connected to the internet, but they have operator's manuals with a whole page of references that show how and when to connect and what selectors uh, to connect to and servers and routers uh, needed. Um, And that's how you have election night reporting. Um, So they are most definitely connected to something, not just plain machines that nobody can get into or it's got some connection to the internet for sure at some point in time or else you wouldn't have election night reporting uh another claim that the absentee mail-in ballots uh were in sequence um so you know in sequential order one two three four five and uh you would have had to mail them all out at the same time or, and receive them all at the same time in sequential order, like if everyone lined up one after the other, second file, a single file, second tile, all the way up to the to the fucking mailbox, um, which is far fetched. But you know, I guess stranger things have happened allegedly. Uh, also, claims that there were no date on the envelopes; uh, they were just had November blank uh 2020 so you can fill in the the date the the third or whatever the the date was uh when asked about the mail-in date um what the mail-in date is on those envelopes uh they got mad and said uh you're not letting us do our jobs and whatever their job is i guess to fill in the fucking right date so these can get counted even though if they were um if they were mailed in after they were supposed to or received after they were supposed to and uh every time they kicked uh GOP members out um the 
the poll workers that applauded like um like they all won the lottery or something um and they were i guess well allegedly kicking out i guess people who look like conservatives uh uh for for uh alleged mask or, or violations like if i guess their mask came off at a certain time or they had their phone out and they were asked to leave um one of the representatives uh Cynthia Johnson um kept at well she was supposed to i mean i guess you're up there asking questions you know trying to poke holes and uh she was just v- rude the entire time um so she has one of the um or one of the uh people there Clint, that is coming out uh we'll call him a whistleblower um on national television she and she keeps asking oh so what is your name and gets further into spelling it out or her maiden name and um she's been married for like 27 years or something like that uh so i don't know what the maiden name has to do with with anything um basically just trying to get all her information out on national television so everyone can uh, i'm assuming threaten her you know it's basically scaring these people into saying if you're going to come out here and say stuff against us or go against our agenda it's not it's not going to be easy for you we're going to people we're going to have people looking for you it's like the bullying these people um and uh she is just out there screaming um and that was it they're asking her what is, um representative johnson what what is your question and she was she says that that's it that was my question at just asking that lady's name out loud in front of everybody. Mm, that's, I don't know, seems unprofessional and dangerous uh, to be doing that. And one uh, more thing on the Michigan hearings. I guess uh, the last thing, like I said, you could look most of this stuff up and they're pretty long. So, I mean, like a, you can look up highlights and I'll get that part where you're like thinking parts are edited out. So, you know, go ahead and watch the whole thing. Um, but uh, they, one more thing that stuck out to me is uh, when they told uh, people that there was snack, the snacks have arrived. And once they, they left for the food and on their way back, we're not allowed in um, due to some, or due to COVID restrictions, I, I suppose, or something to do with COVID. They They weren't allowed to come back in um so who knows what happened you know during that that time and uh i get the covid stuff i guess also that's just getting out of hand and that's a whole other topic but just some transparency you know we need that and it's such an important situation all we're asking is to not make it seem like Y'all are fucking with us. Uh, we deserve fairness. As fucking crazy as that sounds to say, we deserve fairness. You know, I hate that it sounds outrageous, but because nothing's fair. But damn, can't we try just to call the bullshit on both sides? Stop being so fucking picky. Stop spreading fucking lies and shutting down truth. Uh, You know, it's all we ask is just a little more honesty. Lord knows I'm never going to get that with politicians. 
when it comes to money and power, that's the only honest, uh, they're only honest to themselves and their, and their needs, their selfish needs. Uh, there's more of us though, us Americans, us just normal people that want to live our lives without being lied to and fucked with, just nice people that want to be around other nice people, and uh, you know, it can be done, it can be done if we all just tried a little harder to be a little nicer, spread a little more love, sounds like some hippy-dippy shit, but I mean, what's the worst that could happen, honestly, and it feels good, feels good to to be good, to be healthy, do stuff, care for yourself and care for others, it does, it feels good. And I know sometimes when it's, when the, there's no, uh, you don't receive any back, um, can be hard, but just, it's not about, it's about giving, not as much as receiving. Uh, and in the end, you will receive some, you know, clarity, some just form of uh, enlightenment, you know, even if it's little shreds of it, it'll uh, add up over time and, you know, it feels good. Just be nicer to everybody and uh, we could get through this, hopefully. And uh, that's the main things. We got to have hope. And we carry on, people. And I'm sorry if this is a little too much for y'all. Because it's barely scraping the surface of what's actually going on uh, behind closed curtains. We should all know about this. We should all be concerned about what they're trying to do. Because um, if they can do this once, they'll keep doing it. And then soon enough, we're not going to have any any rights at all. And that will be unfortunate. That is not a world we want to live in. Uh, there is a lot of scary stuff happening. And I don't want to dwell on it too much. But I, it just doesn't sit right to not inform y'all. And uh, thank you for listening. Even if you don't agree. Um, I just hope that y'all um, kind of just opened your mind a little bit about what's going on you know what they're trying to hide uh and like i said i i've i don't want this podcast to be tr only about horrible things um but i do want to bring them to light somewhat uh i i am a wishful thinker i am hoping for the best i think we can all get over past this we can get through this um just by loving one another and you know, just normal, just be good to each other. Just like on semi-pro, E-L-E, everybody love everybody. And and we can get through this for sure. Um, just on a small scale, you know, be nice to the people you work with. Uh, tell your family members you love them. Um, come to understandings. Everybody has differences. And everyone is brought up differently. Um just more understanding and I know it's hard because we don't have time a lot of time to 
there's a lot of other stuff going on in our lives and maybe we don't have the time to sit and try to fully understand a, something or someone but if you have good intentions in your heart in your head i think uh i think it'll it might just come naturally um and sometimes it's hard it's uh, hard times and it's hard just keeping your head on straight but i'm i'm hoping for the best for everybody because i do think um we are all or we all have some good in us and i want y'all to tap down and find it tap in there tap 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 in or some shit whatever they fucking say these days <laughs> uh i also am going to try to uh stop saying fucking this and fucking that and la da 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 and shit and cocking balls uh you know mm, etc uh and i'm trying to i'm going to try to stop saying um and this and um and that and fucking yeah, god damn i did it again i'll try to get better on that i know it's probably it sounds annoying uh to hear oh and fucking this and looks like fucking that and fuck 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 a billion times um so i will for y'all i will try to do that um be more proper but i'm not gonna stray away from my true self because we should all be ourselves yeah you know the deal um that old song and dance like i said thank you again if you've made it this far listening to me riff on and on uh with obscenities and random stuff (laughs) about the shit i've watched and the stuff i've seen and heard in the news if you want to call it that I just want to spread some information, obviously, about almost anything. I have a lot of useless and useful information in my head, and I might as well get it out somehow. And like I said, thank you again for listening to, um, I guess, an hour, maybe more, of me bullshitting. Um, I will try to have better diction, uh, better grammar. I'm going to stop saying those things that I claim to stop saying, and, um, damn it, I just heard it, and everything is going to be okay, I am trying not to say, um, so I'm talking like this, Woo! we are closing this episode up, like I said, I want to do a good balance of information and comedy and spirituality just kidding i don't know that might fit in everything's gonna fit in at some point and i hope this is not too too off-putting i hope you find a little bit of everything um and one or more things that you like in this episode and the more to come of of this podcast uh, this show didn't really get into sports too much this episode or at all actually um but more than likely I'm going to um it's going to come up and because I watch a lot of it I am I am I am I don't know why I said it like that I am a huge football fan basketball I watch baseball hockey you know there's going to be a lot of that it's been a weird season for all sports due to covid and you know it's been a interesting season all around the football situation is the most um i guess on 
predictable. You never know how that's going to be. The Cowboys game has been rescheduled and uh, to a Tuesday, which I work on a Tuesday. So I'm going to miss that. But I guess whatever, because it's not like they've been doing that great this year anyway. I'm always hoping for the best, though. Um, the basketball season is going to start soon, the NBA season. Uh, the, I'm hoping my Spurs are going to do great. The New Jerseys came out the other day with the Fiesta colors, and we've all been waiting forever for those. And they're beautiful. They're almost everything we ever dreamt of because it was thinking about how you're going to make those colors not so not so gaudy looking. Um just the perfect balance, the Spurs balance of not too uh, extravagant, but classy and with a little bit of pizzazz uh, here and there and, and the court to match. It's amazing. I just hope to be able to go to a uh, basketball game and I hope that everything's going to go back to normal soon, but I would sure love to check out that new court. I would want to get those new jerseys. We're going to be back and healthy. I think it's going to be a good basketball year for the for my Spurs with the young core. Uh, the new rookies, Devin Vassell and Trey Jones, um, along with the rest of the, you know, DeJounte, Lonnie, freaking Keldon Johnson, my man. Got to get, if I could, I would get all those jerseys. We got Pirtle back with the fucking Pirtle jam. He's in there. He's the man. LaMarcus DeRozan, who uh, recently um, shooed off, fucking scared off a, uh, ran off a trespasser in his uh, California home. It's going crazy out there on the West Coast. They're shutting it down, turning your energy off. Y'all be careful, be safe um, on either coast and all over, all over the world. Y'all be careful out there. Like I said, huge Cowboys fan until um, I die. Unfortunately, but I love them with my whole heart. But they are in last place in the abysmal NFC East, but they are one game out of first place. Uh, The Giants have four wins. Redskins, I mean, excuse me, Washington football team have four wins. Eagles three, Cowboys three. They are going against the Baltimore Ravens on Tuesday. And unfortunately, I work that night. Fuck. But, you know, Des Bryant's return, he's on the Ravens right now, um, so he's going to play the Cowboys. That's going to be an interesting game there, for sure. I wish Prescott was was there, so they um, he might be there, but, you know, they probably still keep in touch. But to play against each other, that would have been, you know, obviously they're both on offense, but still going to be a, one of those, I mean, that's going to be the storyline. It's, I don't even know what the... Ravens uh, quarterback scenario was uh, other last time I saw against the Steelers they had RG3 in and he was running up and down that fucking field like uh like he was Lamar Jackson himself even though I'm sh- he was basically the prototype for the Lamar Jackson type player when he came into the league um but then I saw they had Trace McSorley uh in there so I I'm assuming he RG3 got injured or something but I don't know who they're going to have I sh- I could could have done some more research. I didn't anticipate to to end it with this uh, sports talk, but there it is. Um, So I don't know their quarterback scenario. Ours, I know. We got Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle. 
Um, but we have some injuries on the line and everywhere else, like usual. So that's why I don't know about the playoff run. Better off just waiting till next year. It's I don't want to tank. I am against it. So, you know, I do want them to win. I can't even, but I do, even just when they lose, I just enjoy watching my Cowboys play. I'm a big fucking homer. Very biased <laughs> when it comes to them. Though I am tired of the crap. And I want to see them win a Super Bowl before I die. Please. I'm begging. Um, and it's hard to root for any other team. Though I do like the Bills, and I've always been a fan of the Ravens because they have purple since I was a kid. And Ray Lewis was a fucking killer. Big Hurricanes fan growing up, too, so that go, goes along with that. Rest in peace, Sean Taylor. Like I said, that's our show. Thank you so much. It's been a riff in time. And I really appreciate uh, if you've made it this far. Thank you so much. I can't say it enough. Uh, like I said, I'm going to get better. I'm going to try to be better at least. And I hope you all try to do the same. Uh, be better to each other. Uh, be better in your everyday lives. Um, be better at paying attention to what's going on so we don't get swindled again. I um, am so thankful to be able to be doing this right now and I really appreciate all the support that I can get out of this. Thank y'all so much. It's been a it's been fun. Hopefully the next episode is just as fun, just as informative and uh come back and see us. We'll I'll be right fucking here telling y'all how it is. Goodbye. Have a good fucking day. Thank you so much again. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. <laughs>